Are these getting longer? Uh, I, I, I moved it. I moved back. it. Do you want me to push it? No, put I, it back. I just, I, it's almost I check, like check, check. I wanted a social distance a little bit more. Oh, okay. I'll so scoot up. Everybody was not like that. I'll just distance so, myself from the camera. Yeah, make sure you get W, which is a letter. Yeah, yeah it's okay. two V's actually. The Caliendo Cast with Frank Caliendo, John Holmes. You know what? That's good enough. Steve, are you just – all right, let's, let, check, let's check, start out. I'm just like in heaven right now. Are you? Yeah. You're, you're second only to Brad Williams. <laughs> oh, he was in his toy shop. Oh, this yeah. Was amazing. Brad? Yeah. When Brad we, was here. You're too far now. Now he's – yeah, you're, I don't even know if you're still with us. So uh, we're gonna, how's your Chris Berman impression? You got a Chris Berman? I do not. The only one I can do is – Trump and uh, compared to you, it's like no, no, no. It's gonna. That's it, it, don't worry about it. The, yeah, but we're gonna. <laughs> we, let's well, let's try and teach you because we've been working on. Yeah. Been starting out with these Chris Berman warm ups. Me, yeah, oh, oh, ah, yeah. Go through the vowels. and Sometimes why? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So what we do, what we started doing is the Berman warm-up. So at the beginning, we pick a tongue twister. Okay. You know, we got to go with an M or an N or an S or oh, an H. Yeah, okay. they're right up here. Toledo can even do them. So like some them. people didn't know what we were doing last time because we just started out with Berman <laughs> tongue twisters. And, and we're just going. The six sick chic. Scroll up a little bit, Toledo. The six. What sick, I can't the, even say it. The sixth sick so it goes closer sheep's, to the top. sheep's sick. I can't. What? Sure, you know, you, you can do it if you give it a try. It's all you got to get the, the tongue the loose. Sixth, six sheiks, sixth sheep sick. Yeah. Steve? The, am I doing it? You got it? Yeah, you, you, we all yeah. get loose. The six sick sheiks, six <laughs> sheep sick. <laughs> it sounds like you're, you know what, it's, it's pretty good, but it sounds like you're cutting yourself off a little bit. You know what, it's all about confidence. I just uh, took the stairs. <laughs> eight, eight flights up. Here's what you do. Here's what you do. Okay. Stevie. Okay. Stevie. Yes. Me. Where'd he go to school? Pittsburgh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, okay. Here's what here's we go. Relax. Bring it down here. The six, 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 six. Out, out, out. Okay. We're trying now. Okay. Yeah, go for it. Give it a run. You know, you never know when it's going to come. The six, 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 sheep sick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah we're doing oh, We're rumbling. We're stumbling. We're bubbling. <laughs> he just went all the way. Steve Bird. The- <laughs> The six, six, sheep, six, sheep. Is this is English? I can't even talk. <laughs> <laughs> this is English. Hey, yeah, the six, six, sheep, six, sheep, sick. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? <laughs> we'll oh, be, my gosh. That we'll be right me, back. Hold on. That gives me my sports center laugh going back. <laughs> oh, you just added to the bit. Brought to you by... I don't care. That was great. Lysol. Lysol, which I'm covered in right now. Sick of getting sick of being sick? Lysol. Actually, it's shake. Shake. You would have a, uh, 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 one of those teachers. Steve Byrne is our guest. Shake. Yes, Steve, welcome. But it, yeah, Are we on? I used to get oh, yelled yeah. at. Yeah, it just <laughs> okay. starts, Steve. All, it just starts. Do you think we did that just for fun off the air? And, hold on. Oh, are we on? The next part is me looking at you, and the headphones aren't on your ears. <laughs> Sorry. It's yeah. like every... Nothing... <laughs> By the by, there we go. Classic Pirates hat going on right now. Old school, yeah. As a huge Steelers fan, I never got to be a Pirates fan. My dad is, but he would kill for that thing. That is beautiful. I'm a Cubs fan, but that that takes me back. That's cool. you guys got so much merchandise. The Cubs. Oh, it's silly. Yeah, you know he doesn't own them, right? 
Yeah. Oh. Actually, you, you don't know <laughs> oh? something. No. Oh, wait, <laughs> wait a little piece of the cup. Holy cow! Hey! The six, 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 fuck it. Oh, my God, that's another good one. <laughs> Harry Carey's tongue. Uh, a skunk sat on a stump. A skunk thought the stump skunk. <laughs> oh, fuck it, hey. Yeah. Hey, Steve. Holy cow. Is there an H one? Is there, there's a way. Hector Villanueva. Go, uh, give me an a, a something with a... Uh, it's a, in there. There's a W. Or not. These are, yeah, Just give me a guy with a beard performing <laughs> Shakespeare. Could you do that, Toledo? <laughs> yeah. All right. This, this is what we do for now. This so is how. Thanks for making the trip. <laughs> tongue twisters. Good. Tongue tw- <laughs> this is worth the forty minute drive. Yeah, totally. Worth. After the forty minute flight. After the four minute, forty minutes to get from my gate to the Hertz rental car. Why did it take so long? Nobody's at the airport. Yeah. Nobody's at the airport. You're alone. Yeah. You had to take the shuttle, which is like 20. Then oh, to get out, they got one person working. It's like oh, another 20 true. minutes to get out. So did you guys mask up and everything for yeah. the flight? Because you have to wear the mask on the flight. Yeah, still have it on. Oh, you do? Oh, that's, I, didn't, I, was, I thought maybe you just had a turtleneck short sleeve shirt. Where's the Kennedy clam bake? It's my ascot. Do you guys like it? Um, I thought he just motoed over and his son is motoed. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were, <laughs> you were liking the toys and you went straight to the Fred from Scooby-Doo. So yeah. I, it's ascot love is what it is. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. This is like, oh, God, Joe Boo, you got everything. In yeah. Here. This yeah. is, uh, you look, this is what I would love to have in my house. But my wife relegates everything to my closet, so I open up my closet, and it's all in there. It's like a little shrine. See, so it. here's what you do. You do what I did. You buy another house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's the look. If you was... leave L.A., you can afford so much more. It's unbelievable. You headline Vegas. I was on ad-supported basic cable television in the summer for 10 episodes. <laughs> no, we're not in the same tax it, bracket. Sullivan and Son sunk a lot of ships. Seven-six <laughs> <laughs> Seven, Sullivan Sons. Uh, were you but super friends fan? You- so, oh, huge super friends. So these are the Mego figures. They are f- they're 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 wow. actually not Mego. They look like Migo. Mego. Oh, they're uh, what does it say on there? Because I'm getting older. Um, uh, figures. figures. The toy figures toy oh, company. Okay. Yeah, they're they're based on the, the originals. So they're all the the meanwhile buck at the hall of justice. That whole group, <laughs> That's right? Uh, which was Ted Knight originally. I tell you about me. Meanwhile, was it really? Was that Ted Knight? But, oh yeah, the first guy was he. You could tell with Wendy and Marvin, <laughs> the boring ones before the Wonder Twins get here. <laughs> those old days, you watch those. Uh, meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice, Aquaman <laughs> is getting ready to call on a sea urchin. <laughs> what the fuck's a sea urchin going to do? Hmm? Hmm? Oh, Billy, Billy, Billy Batson. <laughs> oh, that's a Shazam reference, John. Hmm? I get it. I know, but you don't like the superhero stuff. And, no. But I know who drove the RV. That was Billy Batson. Billy Batson? Yeah, that's right. Ah, oh, you're a hero. <laughs> Just like the Super Friends. Super Anything friend. else? Uh, wrestlers? Let me tell you something, brother. Well, Elizabeth, right? Yeah. The, the Vigo, I, I just went and collected all the uh, pocket figures that they had. Those, like the, the three-inch with the yep. bent legs. And they have, like, some of them are look like, <laughs> they're, there's, like, a hole right there on the hands right by the dick. Glory hand. <laughs> and, and it's like this, and it's just a weird action figure, because... <laughs> I guess kids are five or six, but it's weird to just right. He's in full dick grip. Yeah, he's like this. What but is I got, a, what uh, is Mego? For I collected people all. Who don't know. I don't know what that is. That's just a brand. Yeah, yeah like a brand in the seventies, uh, really popular. Yeah. And I think before like licensing was immensely, you know, like like a huge proprietary thing. They were able to like get DC 
and Marvel figures in the same collection, which is okay. kind of crazy. So yeah. you have like yeah. Captain America and Superman. Because there's a lot of great stuff. Mego, I think, had um, Starsky and Hutch. They had uh, all sorts of stuff. If I yeah, Happy Days, all Star Trek, Planet of the Apes was their big one. I think. Yeah, there's. I mean, there uh, there were the the five and a half inch, and then there were the three or three, three and a half. And a half inch they're ones. called Pocket Heroes. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Yeah, I there's some Mr. Mr. And I missed this. Oh, it's all, uh, one of the great things is the thing. Like instead of being like it was so cheap, they just give him the regular body and then a polyester costume that had rock drawn on yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> and he was no bigger. Everybody was the same size, pretty much. Um, yeah, there was some. There was some pretty cool. That's pretty stuff. cool. Yeah, the Hulk was the same size as Wonder Woman. Yeah, I had just like this this like foot and a half long OJ Simpson doll. That was what my doll collection was as a kid which was just well, these are action figures yeah i know i never had the action figures i had i got the star these wars thing, but that was it these are action figures yeah i just got snobbed on action well you know what i watched the the, the toys that made us oh yeah and they talk about that that they they would they originally called them dolls and they're like these aren't dolls they're action figures yeah that's how they would market them to boys um I think it was G.I. Joe, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was the one. The G.I. I mean, that stuff's just an, in, incredible. <laughs> just to go back. Have you watched any of those? The toys no, that I made started to and I didn't. I stopped. Oh, you right, know you Brian Volkweiss, yeah. right? I just, yeah, Vol- Volkweiss, that's his thing, right? Huge, yeah, huge collector. He's one of the guys. We used to go like walk to places because we lived across the street from each other. Mm-hmm. I, I originally bought that Munster's building where Dane Cook lived. You remember that giant thing oh. that looked like uh, in Hollywood, uh, across the street from the Laugh Factory, sure, like yeah. Crescent Heights, yeah. So he had an apartment in there because Belushi had an apartment in there, and then Barry Katz is like, "You got to live in this place, man." It's <laughs> and it, the, I get in there, I bought, I got the, there was, they said there were no openings there ever, right? Because this building is so famous, and uh, so I bought, I bought in or got uh, a monthly sight unseen, and I get there. And it's hideous, oh, just no. nothing. And then I'm like, I don't want to live here. And Volkweiss is like, oh, really? I, I would love to live here. So I, 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 they didn't want me to sublease, but we talked him into <laughs> it. So great, dude. <laughs> a little Brian, but Brian Volkweiss, Volkweiss, we'd go to lunch sometimes, and we'd go for a walk, and he had this. Kind of like he <laughs> like almost like a cartoon kind of walk. Yes, it was. A, it was like as though um, Shaggy was doing lunges with weights and he'd just go and he'd take these huge steps he's like six three maybe yeah. something like that and i'm five six <laughs> and I'm, I'm i'm taking little cartoon scooby <laughs> kind of steps and he's just lunging across and i'm like i can't keep up with you giant bald man <laughs> <laughs> so uh but yeah but that's that was uh, i don't remember where we're going with that. you subletted you lived across him. the street from him and he said hey let's- yeah th- so we'd go because i was with them at the time and we'd just go up to you know that was where i saw at one of those little coffee shops toby mcguire mm-hmm. and toby mcguire's like reading a magazine or something and he was doing this thing it was before spider-man i think but he's doing this thing of i hope nobody sees me <laughs> as they see me oh, like i could really? just feel him going right. Anybody noticing? Begging for vision. I thought. I mean, because I've been there myself now. So, anybody, <laughs> well, you two were both doing it in the same Anybody place. not notice me, future Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> ah, the web slinger. I'll take care of you. So, uh, so yeah. So, were you, a big, you were a big cartoon guy? Huge cartoon guy. And it's only until, like, the advent of eBay that I started going down these spider holes and, like, finding, like, like those Mego po- pocket figures or... All my Star Wars figures that I had lost, I had held on to a few and 
just ordered all of them vintage. Again, the 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 old school Kenner ones. Yeah, seventy seven. No, yeah, the original. Not the reissues or anything like that. See, I want to build a room like this with all the knockoffs or mistakes. Like everybody always gets the good stuff. I always want to find the like ones. Like the prototype that, ones? Yeah, well, just the goofs or like the ones that, you know, almost like the Hydrox cookie of all these, like you know, a man you never heard of, like you right. know, Earthworm Man or something stupid and act like it's a thing. And just to see people go, oh, you've got that one. Just go, yeah. Oh, that's not a thing. First right. of all, it's Earthworm Jim. <laughs> there is an Earthworm Jim. Yes, of course there is. <laughs> Uh, you know, why did you like that so much, Toledo? Was that bringing you back to the comic? <laughs> yeah, because I played Earthworm Jim. That was oh, you play, okay. Game. Yeah, that was a PlayStation game pretty early on. Yeah, I just I went and got it's it's amazing because some people talk about this stuff here and some people completely completely ignore it. There's the He Man with Battle Cat, um, and we had Todd McFarlane on a while ago, and he just sent me a bunch of toys that I'm gonna oh, so do awesome. some voice stuff for and and mess around with just because he was so nice to do that and. uh then I found some toys that I didn't. Then I have a Mike Pence. Um, did you see my Mike Pence doll? No, that's the. Those are the regular ones. Oh my he, god! Where is he? Yeah, Mike Pence. He's up there with the. He's with the rest of Johnny Quest. Pull him. Grab, <laughs> grab the middle red shirt top. Look up, up, left, left, left. You're uh, up, up now. Up, there. Twelve oh, o'clock. He's up here. Yeah. Get, uh, this one? Yeah, that's Mike Pence. <laughs> Am I right? Oh, oh that's. Man. Oh man, oh, that's no. not. It isn't. Uh, oh no, that's uh, that's Race Bannon. That's Casual Friday, Pence. <laughs> I think is what that is. <laughs> well, it's not because he's not with his wife, so you know that's this right. is a bad uh, idea. His action figure would never be seen without his wife. But look at that zipper on this toy. That is some detailed work on that thing. <laughs> the first thing I want to do is see why. Why are you drawing my eye to that so much? <laughs> Mr. President, please stop unzipping my pants. Listen, we've got a lot of fun here today. We're going to go. <laughs> Let me agree with everything you've said so far. That's a great idea. <laughs> Way to go. I can't. I want to open this so bad. I know. I don't want you to open it. I'll that, buy you a new one. That one I, no, that, that one's hard to find. <clears throat> That's one of those. So many of my Star Wars it. Black Series, I have those in my closet. And my, my son is just like, I'm just going to open that. I'm like, no, nah, Okay. And it's just like, oh. I don't want to be 45, like, don't open a, a toy. But <laughs> no. I'm like, oh, okay, God. It's a killer. My son got some stuff when he was younger for Christmas yeah. that we got off of eBay that were expensive because he, he wanted some of these um, Skylanders. And they were, you know, there's some toy that would go into a video game and become part of the video game. You'd have to put them on. Oh, the yeah. Game. I remember. They, yeah, they were on that. Yeah, on like a platform. It's yeah. the energy. So thing. he wanted some special ones, and Santa was going to get them for him, and Santa got them. <laughs> and then he opened them up right away, and there were collector's <laughs> editions that were that cost Santa about a – what do I think? We have like a 12-year-old audience in this place? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm caught between a rock and a hard place here. Like, for evil Frank. That's what I've been transitioning. <laughs> yeah. Evil Frank. Frank. Yeah. Listen, you guys and your fucking Santa Claus here. <laughs> I'm your fucking Santa Claus. Daddy hey. bought it. Joe Pesci as Santa goes, what the fuck is wrong with you, you <laughs> fucking prick? Hey, am I an elf? Huh? 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 <laughs> huh? Huh? There you go, Santa Claus. Stuff this in your fucking face. You fucking fat show. Huh? You take that there. He's been transitioning into a much more graphic Frank Caliendo, which I love. Yeah. This is the transitioning I think conservatives can can get, get yes. on with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, you, uh, you got on the plane. <laughs> Are we on? Yeah. yeah, it hasn't started yet. So you got on the plane and yeah. the, everything was, it's empty everywhere? Because I'm not going anywhere. I'm just here Pretty empty, yeah. Pretty empty. It was in Miami two weeks ago, dead. Um, shows oh. were great. 
Vegas was, you know, it, like we did a streaming show with a handful of friends and stuff. And we walked out on a Fremont after being in the bar till like three in the morning. I mean, packed. packed. I, it's probably the most packed I've ever seen it. Really? Fremont Street? I've been, I always go to Fremont. No matter what I do, if I'm if I have a show at Kimmel or whatever, I, I'm down at Fremont. Always. I wow. love the Griffin. It's a kind of like a dive bar on Fremont down, downtown. It's great. I was on I was on Fremont once and it was so it was incredibly crowded and we didn't know why. And they were having a African American cultural day. And we didn't know that. They're having all sorts of like uh, tents and stuff. So the whole thing is set up, but the funniest part was Let's just say Democrats. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice about it. And so yeah, it was a Democrat. You're day. really political. Yeah, but what was great <laughs> was as we're there, we're trying to leave. We're trying to get out of there, yeah. and we couldn't find like, oh, we got to go through the whole crowd again. It's gonna be a pain in the ass. And you know the zip line. Oh yeah, for whatever Slot- reason, Slotzilla looks hilarious when it's just nothing but black people on Fremont and white girls just zipping right over the top of them. And yeah. I'm like, this is just oh, that's awful so- to yeah. see. But it was, and they had you know the Whitney Houston. She had just died, so there were shirts everywhere. And the zip line, I'm like, we can zip line out of here and avoid the crowd. Let's but doesn't that look bad? Like, Ugh, we're taking the aerial route. We had to, we had to cut through the Democrats. <laughs> it makes Frank nervous. <laughs> no, I, well, I've I've been looking at a lot of your social media stuff, yeah. and you you're just going. It seems to me just full out. Hey, fuck you, PC people. I don't I don't like it. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't. Stanford, I, I don't understand it, especially in the world of comedy. I, I just, you know, I, I think it, it takes like the world of comedy to swing the pendulum back the other way to bring us back to some sense of normalcy. Yeah, normalcy. That, that's I, that, that was a word. That's I was, not a word. Normalcy. And he made it normal. Is, it nor, is there normality and norm- normality and normal normalcy? Yeah, but you said normalcy. Yeah, normalcy, which is not normal. It was like so brilliant in its own way. <laughs> oh my god. Well, yeah. Normalcy I is now it. the new normal. I heard it at a, from a rally in Tulsa. <laughs> was that, well, that'll it was a tremendous rally. <laughs> we did a thing the other day where we actually had a rally at a, at a rallies <laughs> for just fries. That's best, a, best fries in America, sir. <laughs> tremendous fries. <laughs> we loaded fries. up. We loaded up Mike Zipper. <laughs> <laughs> we did Chicago style hot dogs. <laughs> Little Gene and Jude's. It's okay. My wife was there. <laughs> she was. She no mustard, no ketchup, only mustard. That's the way we do it in Chicago. <laughs> right there on River Road. Tremendous stuff. Um, but the normalcy thing, which I'm going to start using now, is true that it takes the world of art and entertainment to push the pendulum away from crazy. Yeah. Because crazy is society. And not to say that celebrities should be the ones that balance it, but there has to be some sort of cultural movement above. How fucking crazy is it, right? It's so fucking crazy that you have literally people on the news saying it's okay to to bash in storefronts. It's part of the anger. It's like, look, I'm all for, we all saw the video. It's like, no need for that. That's fucking awful. Reform, sure. March, yeah. Smashing shit and just straight up looting and uh, it's just like i just i i don't understand how you can excuse that i i I will never be on board for that and it's a really weird thing i've noticed this in the last five well since trump's been president actually is that it used to be the left that was all against the fbi and didn't trust uh you know the that group and then 
for a while. I guess it's actually switched back. But Trump was like, the FBI cannot be trusted. They, so the the right side right. of the, uh, the political spectrum was going, we can't trust the uh, FBI. Sure. And the left was going, no, you have to trust them. They're investigating you. And now it's flipped back again where there's complete distrust from the left. And uh, and some of I think there is there is warranted you know some sure. mistrust from on both sides yeah yeah uh, and everybody everybody's seeing some of the stuff that's coming out uh, in you know from a lot of the um, these police that are, are going a little far you know they're going real far real early but yeah at the same time you go the people are provoking each other you just don't know the full story that's the that's the other thing I see everywhere is. I don't. I get. I get a clip sent to me, and I'm like, what, "But what happened a couple minutes before to, that?" Yeah. And a lot of times, it's totally legit. Lead up to a bad situation. You see, you're going, "Oh my god!" Yeah, it escalates itself. Yeah. De-escalation yeah. is something nobody learns. Like nobody yes. knows how to de-escalate an issue. It's like, "Oh, I have a problem with you. You have a problem with me. Let's accelerate." Like Miyagi was the one who said, "You learn fighting, so you don't have to fight." Mm-hmm. We've lost that. We have no idea how to be mad. We have no idea how to. That's be- social media, at, right? It's exactly. Social right. media. Nobody goes. Let, you know what? Let's. Oh, let's no. tweet this slowly. Yeah. No, 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 no. Not not these days. It's it's zero to sixty in a yeah. heartbeat, and it's all dependent on your political cause or action that you're behind. And to me, especially being a comedian, and you know, Frank. I mean, so many are so left. Very few are right. And I'm more centered than anything because um, I, I appreciate something here. I appreciate something here. And I think government is all about concession at the end of the day. So I try to I, – I just have more of a centered mindset. You're logical. And we've lost it. I, th- <laughs> I think balanced. It, was it Corolla that – Corolla said that a long time ago where he's like the parade's running down the center of the street and the people are in the road. Please and the parade's- do it as Corolla. You have, uh, you have anyway. a talent. All right. Use it. Uh, anyway, so uh, what it was was it, the parade's heading right down the center of Main Street, right? And it's asking the people either on the right side or the left side of the road when this thing goes by, but you can't be in the middle. And it's like, well, I kind of want to be in the parade. Nope, you can't. Get the fuck over there or get the fuck <laughs> over there. And we move forward with the parade and you choose a side or we run you over. And it's kind of how it truly is. Yeah, I don't know. By if the way, we just to... did Corolla together. I made him keep doing that. Hey, Toledo, can you click on the computer, uh, the other computer, the main computer, because it's saying um, something about restart, and I'm afraid it's going to restart in the wow. middle of this. We're being critiqued. Remind me later. We're being critiqued by Windows. Why don't yeah. you guys restart? Yeah, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you? You know what? <laughs> Do we start yet? Over. It's, it's I, I don't think. I'm going to go ahead and give the recommendation that you restart. Beep, beep, She sells seashells by the seashore. <laughs> but even like, like racism. I think is, especially what you're seeing now, it's subjective. It could be anything to anybody. It could, yeah. be, it could be an off-color joke. It could be a dated joke. It could be a difference of opinion could be racist yeah. nowadays, right. which to me is very, very scary. And it's uh, retroactive. It's jokes from jokes from times when anybody, when we were fat and happy and nobody was mad at anybody, you know, outwardly like this. Like you might have said something back in the day, and then somebody unearths it, and all of a sudden, no, that doesn't fly now. And it's like, sure, oh. yeah. So retroactive and all this, like I like I've said on this show, I think the leading cause of racism is race. I will never say I like one race. I just love that race because that's impossible. Every race is unless loaded. you're Kardashian. Well, that's true. <laughs> he found a way. You have found a <laughs> loophole in I'm your spun. Because he's all about, indi- and I am too, but it, he made the point on the podcast about individuals. Yeah. I, I look at each person as an individual sure. rather than looking at people in a group. But think of it. I can't say I love everybody 
at Wells Fargo. There are assholes at Wells Fargo. Yeah. Well, Wells Fargo is a horrible. Yes, but there's still they're, somebody. They're the oh, Jesus. I yeah, can't win with this one. I guess they're not a sponsor. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. You wouldn't well, want a mask. They're, they're well far gone away. <laughs> but the, uh, the weird thing is, is that if you can't say you like full races because yeah. you just don't. So keep it individual, pull back, and nobody's pulling back. It's Mary Shelley's E. Frankenstein is going on because we're, we're igniting a mob through their, their phones. Yeah. And then, which, by the way, are made with slave labor. Don't know if anybody knows that. Cobalt is mined by children and slaves. But we don't pay attention to any of that stuff. We, we're like, we're so hyper-focused on our own needs and thoughts of how mad we actually aren't yeah. to outwoke each other. And it's just gotten insane. So you go out and fight the good fight. I'm going to keep one laugh job. at a time. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> On Groupon via Groupon. And someday you'll be a statue we'll tear down. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I want to go back to some of these uh, virtual shows you've been doing. How is how's that? I've only done one. Okay. I've only some, done let one me go back to this yeah. virtual show you've done. Sure. <laughs> Computer said to restart that question. <laughs> no, I did it in Vegas. My buddy's got a got a great venue downtown on Fremont and you know, just like every small business owner, they're looking for ways to stay relevant and let their fan base know, hey, we're still here. Could you put on a show? Grabbed a bunch of comics from L.A. We went out there and did a streaming show. And thank God it was at a point where, you you know, businesses were somewhat open. So so is the streaming show, is there any audience there? There was maybe like 20 people there. Okay. Brian Regan came. Oh. Uh, and, what was that like? It was, was hey, hey, hey there, Steve Byrne. <laughs> hey, so I'm, so I'm just going to sit in the audience, okay? The yellow one in the middle is Steve Byrne. Oh. <laughs> Come on. You were waiting for that, it, Frank. It's because of his hat. Yeah, because of his hat, I think. <laughs> Got that Pirate Pittsburgh hat. The yeah, Pittsburgh Pirates. Human being ever. I mean, I'm, I, oh, but, I, met, I, mean, I met him at an airport. Geez. He's just walking. Hey, hey. I, 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 I leaned over to him. We're in line going through security. He's like, hey. Are you Brian Regan? <laughs> Gonna get in line now. Gonna get in line, donut lady. He would intimidate. On Krypton, the big red one was the sun. <laughs> he didn't have his powers. Superman came to Earth, got the yellow sun. He had powers. He would scare me because I have a feeling that everything he says is, is, is borderline going to be brilliant. Like, he's going to take anything you say and just be like, oh my God, did I just give him a thing? Well, it, it, look, it's intimidating seeing somebody you. You, you know, you idolize sitting there watching you. Yeah. And it's definitely nerve-wracking, but they it was, realize- it, was a, it was a small crowd, though, so did you ever hear, Good one! <laughs> Good <laughs> one, Steve Burns! No, actually, one of the friends I invited was heckling. Oh, and I was really? like, why would you heck? No, Jesus, no, not now. This is horrible. It's always the people you invite or people you give tickets to free that take advantage of it. Yeah. And just... Oh. But why, why, did, why did they think they should... Did you have a talk with them afterward? No, she was smashed. Oh. Oh. Uh, yeah, I open bar. I see. Stupid. Me. Did you handle I that? Did. did you handle that later? No. No, oh, okay, I'm just checking. I didn't know. The old Ike oh, turn? Yeah, no, 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 I'm not talking about physically. I know. Saying, I, <laughs> we, we know. We know what you meant. <laughs> I don't. I was asking if he slept with He's a married man. I don't care. Okay. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing a lot of comics, like, they just blatantly say how they're just out carousing? Yeah. I've been out carousing with a few. Perusing. As a, as a radio guy, you know, you get to be friends with a few comedians and, as they come in and stuff, because you guys all hate radio people passionately, and rightfully so, for the most part. Oh, there's a, oh, a whole bunch. You do. You like. said before. You do. Like, there's like a handful of radio people that you can tolerate, right? No, I mean, look, there, there's definitely some you go and you're like, oh, God, that was that was awful. Radio station. How do I pronounce your name? Is it Steve? 
<laughs> yes, Lady Stage, where they're getting ready it. to get to the the soft rock music. Lady, what are some? Yeah, what are some? Um, yeah, when the demo is a you know a thirty year old woman. Yeah, and they're like, "Can you give us three setups?" Yeah. Uh, I'm here. Um, my husband, he and I do the show together. We've been doing the show together for nine. Oh, years. oh those are the worst nightmare. Those are the worst. So it's yeah. really funny. Is we go to work and then we go home and we're together all day. Uh, when do they when, when they get you the worst though? Is like, and I've tried never to do this. Is like include you on a topic. And I see radio stations do this all the time. Today we're talking about the last time you called into sick. Uh, for work, but you weren't really sick. So if you could share, <laughs> we'll, we're going in three seconds. And you're like, oh, no. But yeah, so uh, you get to hang out with a few of these comedians every once in a while, and I'm always shocked that not only... Uh, I did golf with one guy who is now prominent, a uh, very prominent comic, and he's got a, a, a girlfriend everybody knows. And uh, after golfing with him, uh, a girl literally came out of the desert and he left with her. I've never seen anything like it in my what? life. What? He was on the phone. We're texting back and forth, uh, people, and he's sitting in the cart with me. And he goes, I said, you want to go grab, <laughs> grab a beer after this? And he goes, you know what? I got somebody meeting me in a second. And I'm like, oh, there's a trailhead off this golf course into the desert for hiking. I think, I think a lot of stories are coming out about these people right now. And he, this desert-dwelling woman came so- out. And he's like, there she is. And I'm like, well, did this just happen? And they, they went off and hiked into the desert. And just I t- out of the desert. She, she spawned from the dirt of Phoenix. and Like a Jim Morrison yeah. vision. And I asked him the next day. I'm like, what the hell happened there? Yeah. Golfing. And he goes, no, 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 no. no. We're, we're not talking about it. <laughs> I, you can create people. You're a warlock. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that. It was like, so cool. yung, 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 and there she was. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, this is unreal. And not only that. Uh, Gorgeous. Beautiful. Yeah. And already for hiking. Like, just popped up, like, ready to hike because he said, be in the desert when I'm done here. Be and be wait ready. a second. And wait a second. Was this comic it. Major Nelson? <laughs> no, it wasn't. I All he does is send me a pictures of Genie. <laughs> like, he just, he's, because. I'm watching so a lot two, of my dream of Genie. Two weeks ago. Yeah. His, and we're going to talk about this in a future episode. We haven't even gotten to it yet. But uh, two weeks ago, one of his coworkers. Brady, who you know. Bra- yeah, of course, Brady. Came yeah. to work. With COVID, what? Yeah. yeah, he had it. He got it. After- why would he come to work though? Well, he's he's. Why would he? Why would he golf? He's an affable guy, you know, Brady. Of course, he always wants to be the nice guy. He's and that's a that's a charm. But in these days, that's a curse. So we went golfing with a guy who's like, <laughs> you know, I got these seasonal allergies, man. It's just <laughs> who wants to ride with me? And Brady's oh, like, I'll ride with you out of the desert. Yeah, this COVID. <laughs> Like, I'll be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> and and he, Pablo Francis. That was, that's, that was really <laughs> good. <laughs> Get ready so, for yeah, the so future it, of friendship. I'm going to social distance. <laughs> On Monday, Brady comes in and says, uh, yeah, this guy was golfing. He's sniffing, but he had allergies. I'm like, oh, that's a tough spot to be in. You should have left. That is so your impression. <laughs> oh, it's 20 years of living with him, basically. I've created a new Brady that's actually better than the Brady. That <laughs> now he's got me doing it. Yeah, everybody yeah. does a Brady. But uh, so then two days later, he goes, I took my temperature at home and uh, it's a little high. And I'm like, well, you're not coming into work tomorrow. Meh. A guy told me an allergies. Now, Brady never cusses, but on the yeah. phone, he goes, fuck. And that's all I heard was this little tiny, just the F and the K. Yeah. Was it fuck and click? And then I get a call later. Well, 
I'm positive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, we can't go to work for two. Here's weeks. the other thing, though. He had just been tested the that day. day. That oh, day. Oh wow! I got tested that day. So he knew he had didn't have it. But then after Brady left, this is two weeks ago sure. too. Yeah. That the next day he got tested again after or two, three days later. Yeah. I got, got well. Tested. I got tested. Brady got tested that night. So my test didn't mean anything at that point, and then he comes back positive, so I had to get tested again a couple days oh, later. Jesus Christ! So they haven't been a- allowed to go back in the building for two weeks. Yeah. Oh, because because he sh- oh wow we've yeah. been doing he stuff. All up. He came over here and recorded commercials. He came over. You came songs. over here. We wrote songs about how Brady's guilty, and we're gonna do a, a whole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we we did just... '80s theme songs, uh, '80s sitcom theme songs. Yeah, uh, with Brady, we're just going back and forth. Yeah. To a, like Mr. Belvedere. Who cares? Went out of golfing and it came with my COVID 19. But the funny thing is, being that close to it, everybody you have loves. no idea. <laughs> the Leon Red. So, I haven't heard that since I probably watched it. Belvedere! Mr. Owens. From Pit- it, it took it's place in, in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. That's yeah. right, with the great Bob Euchre and and uh, Christopher Hewitt playing Belvedere. <laughs> Christopher Hewitt. This is my favorite Conrad Bain song. Yeah, it's so great. <sighs> the Conrad Bain was a gift my friend gave me, and I told you off the air. But um, I believe that my maid, who speaks very little English, as that was in my house for three years, thought that was me and two kids that, <laughs> that are missing. Like he's having a stroke while he's signing. This might yeah. be his it's last a different autograph. stroke. He's afraid. <laughs> Nah, the world don't move Ayo! like my pen moves right now. He's I'm back. trying to sign for you, <laughs> but I'm having a cow man, a man who's born. Different strokes with Bob Dole. <laughs> That's what he looks like. He's holding his pen. With as played by Norm MacDonald. <laughs> now the world don't move like my left hand right here. I got a giant pencil and I can't drink a beer. I couldn't think of any of that. It rhymed. I got different strokes it takes. Different strokes it takes. <laughs> <laughs> we can make fun of stroke people. That's not a race. Is that? Oh, right. We found one. Yay. Yay. Strokes. I'm pretty sure that's frowned upon. Deaf people and people who've had strokes are the safest ones to make fun of on the radio. Because deaf people can't hear you. They can't hear? So Thanks we'll for explaining that. it. We'll go down. Well, I just wanted to make sure. That, that that Frank, I wanted to help him because he's like, he doesn't like, you know, making fun of people as much. No, as no, I hate. You've gotten an angry email from a deaf listener. I have actually Listen, gotten that. Now. That is actual term. A deaf listener. <laughs> a deaf listener emailed me once. Very angry. And they—that's what they said. I'm a deaf listener. I, I'm. I cannot hear. I'm a deaf listener. And I'm like, I don't care about this guy being mad at me. <laughs> it's going to be days. You're not in my demo. It's going to be days before they transcribe this and get it to him. What? How do you get a? What's? A, <laughs> I don't what's know. What's a deaf radio listener? That I, makes no sense. What was the complaint? There's been so many. Uh, you were doing something with Marley Matlin. Oh, that's right. And doing my he, Marley. He Matlin, didn't right. take uh, a shine to that. No. He didn't like that I went after Marley Matlin, but he loves the show otherwise, just as long as I stay away from Matlin. That is funny when you hit the one per- one thing somebody doesn't like, yeah. and they're like, I, 99% of stuff you do I love. But then this, you can't bitch. This yeah. could turn it's just it. your day in the barrel. That's all that is. But yeah, back to the COVID, though. When it's that close to you, when it's somebody that close to you, yeah. uh, like you're, you work with every day, it's like if one of us got it, there would be an apology. Like I would, I'd feel, I don't know how, I'd, I'd, I'd almost feel like I'd, I owed you guys something, and I don't know that that was something I expected uh, when this happened, but you do feel like the person that, that has it and brings it in is somehow or another culpable to your entire life because the dominoes that fall. There's are also more backstory. For weeks, for, for months now, they've been saying, Brady, don't go out and do stuff. Yeah, right. 
And he he was where where in the world is Carmen San Diego? He was out there. Where's Waldoing? And people were sending in pictures. Well, the fun thing was, the one day I said, "All right, that's it." And I had to kind of put the hammer down as the show guy and say, no more going outside. Your kids can't be seen on social media. We're telling people on the air to stay home. Mm-hmm. I've talked to the governor's office a bunch of times. They're asking us to be responsible. I'm taking that mantle to be the guy who says, everybody be smart. Just socialize responsibly. Be smart. I'm not saying take away your lives, but be smart. But I told all these guys, including you know, like your kids can't be on social media, playing with other kids, messing around. Just take a break while we're in this quarantine thing. And within 30 minutes, and I even wrote in all caps, Brady, this means don't stand in your front yard and talk to your neighbors because he's known for it. Within 30 minutes, one of his neighbors who happens to be on my wife's Instagram takes a picture of herself on her front porch going, lazy Sunday. And right across the street, there's Brady, 30 minutes after, talking to some guy. Having a lemonade stand. Handing him a bottle of sauce and chatting. And I'm like, okay, well, fuck it. Never mind. And so we, we quarantined him. And then that morning... Uh, that we said he can't come in because we can't trust him. Some guy called and he goes, well, he was getting beef cut at, uh, <laughs> at uh, Walmart. Just, everybody's tattletailing. Like, he went to the Walmart butcher. I didn't even know they had one. Yeah. Well, I needed a sandwich <laughs> right then. So we had everybody's got a friend who's too social and he's ours. And he got it. Yeah. And it's weird because I didn't think that it would be that close ever. But there Is it was. Arizona heading for a second lockdown? Arizona, I don't think they're going to lock down here because we're the Wild West. Yeah. But we are number one, I think, in the world. We're the hot right now. We right have now? 15% Florida, of the nation's cases on a daily basis yeah. right now. 15%. Florida, Texas, Arizona are just... California short. is actually way up there, but they're yeah. not reporting it. It's a weird thing. It's where... weird, too, because California was so, so conservative. Yeah. At the very beginning, we were the ones the first, one of the first to lock down and one of the last to kind of open up. And I'm just... I'm, I'm, where's the spike coming from? It's, yeah, it's crazy. I have no because clue. it's everywhere, and yeah. everybody's going to get it, and it's just whether it's going to affect you badly or not. Yeah, that's uh, that's the reality of it. And everybody in California lies right. about what they do. Like you, you're comedians, uh, mm-hmm. all you guys going out, and then you travel and go back there. There's probably a good chance that if I mean, there's well, there are a lot of people that were still doing podcast guests, like they're in the lockdown in California. They were yeah. everywhere. Yeah, you know. It, Listen, everybody has that thing where they don't believe it. it, it is them. They're like, it's not going to happen to me. And sure. then they go out and do a bunch of stuff, and they go over to Caliendo's house. <laughs> like me. Play, totally explode. We all play with the same dolls. <laughs> yeah. we, we weren't even doing the, the, the podcast here because we, we were just doing Zoom calls because for the station, they were going into the station, but the station only wanted them to go yeah. there and home. And mainly it was because we wanted to appear responsible because – why I just don't want the hassle. But it's also, you know, if you're in radio, why why are you not an essential conduit of information to the Well, community? they were. That's yeah. why they were. That's they were why we went in. Much yeah. like the news. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, people need fart jokes. So we found out <laughs> that was my essential gift to the city. And I can smell them again. There was. lost my sense of smell for a little way while. Way back. <laughs> Brady and Grady. That's right. <laughs> smell them a brew. All the way back to Columbus, Ohio. Seabus. You got to change the name of that. You see that they're gonna? They were talking about changing the name of Columbus. Cause, Are you uh, messing with my chair? I'm leaning on you because you put my microphone back in the other room, so now I got no. Well, oh, <laughs> you can move it, <laughs> you creep. Yeah, but it, now it's even weirder because we're on the same line. I used to be up here. Anywho, yeah. I'll change it. Trying to ch- change Columbus, but they're trying to change this. We get into fights. It's very. Uh, it's un- it's awkward. Are you for it? Changing Columbus or against it? Well, they want to change it to Flavor Town. Because Guy Fieri's from there, which I say just that's change. not true. It's true. They made a petition. I say just change it to genocide. It's more true to what Columbus did, and it's better than Guy Fieri. 
Flavortown would be hilarious. It I would mean, be funny. Yeah. But Columbus is, you know, meh. It's a city. It doesn't really matter what you call it. But yeah, they're gonna they they put it together, and the mayor <laughs> even said Flavortown, Ohio. Come but that's, on, that's an, that is so Ohio. A to be proud that Guy Fieri's from your town, because I know if Guy Fieri came from my town, I'd keep that quiet, real quiet. But uh, there tell he you is. What he's a good friend of mine, man. Yeah. We bring him down to Raiders games every time he's there. We win. It's like Caliendo. What kind of culinary genius gets a job to revamp the Friday's menu and Friday's is like, mm, forget it. <laughs> we'll go back to the old way. The old way was working better, guy. Yeah, Flavortown. Put some raisins in it. Yum city. Yeah, I just so we've lost our minds completely. And then yeah. we'll find out someday that Guy Fieri also was. Uh, no, don't do that. Horrible. Not him. You don't think? Not him. You like Guy? He I think he's phenomenal. entertaining. Oh, oh, he makes for me. what he does. He's which is watch people grocery shop. He seems like a nice guy. Does he? I would. Fight You've him seen on. him with Gruden, yeah, right? I'd fight him on Gruden. Yeah, Gruden's good pals. Gruden, you, I don't think Gruden. I'll take you down, Holmberg. <laughs> you don't like my Larry the Cable Guy Fieri? Will you take me down to Flavortown? <laughs> Get her done, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean that's ridiculous. Flavortown, Ohio. And now you want them to change Columbus, right? I uh, could care less. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. I don't know how it hurts you. Even though Columbus I, even though Columbus is the biggest lie American history has, it's like, wow, we didn't even try with this one. We are changing Columbus. <laughs> I'm giving in. It's going to be called Trump Town. <laughs> Double T. Trump Town, it's the number one tourist destination. In all of Ohio, this and Dave Chappelle's house. <laughs> Damn, that's what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so we've lost it. Columbus will change its name, and then all the other Columbus streets will have to go. And will we name all Columbus streets Guy Fieri Avenue? Then? <laughs> Is it just mandatory that everything Columbus- Donkey Sauce Avenue? <laughs> all of it, you know? <laughs> Donkey Sauce Ave. <laughs> DSA. <laughs> DSA, DSA, <laughs> DSA. D- oh my goodness! Yeah, it's all gone off the rails, and I and I firmly believe that after yesterday reading that meth gators are a real thing in Florida, and Flavortown may be the capital of Ohio soon. That the simulation is completely shattered and destroyed, and we're just on the ride the computer wants us to be on. Yeah, like I said, the simulation, the programmers have gotten bored. Yeah. And this is just they're like, yeah. Let's see this if they notice the this. Reality. Yeah, Here you go. You Somewhere, see that glitch? There's a weird white room with a computer and two headphones laying on the keyboard, and nobody's in it. And that, and it just says humanity on top. Like this is what it controls. And the guy left and never came back. He quit. No, I made myself in my own image <laughs> down there. That's what I've done. So tell us about what, uh, because. The, the things, you know, I got to know you a little bit better from going and doing Sullivan and Son with yep. you, with uh, Randy Bauman and uh, Crawford, Crawford and yeah. stuff. That was a lot of fun. Um, my One of my favorite moments, we talked about this on Instagram Live, I think, was Brian Doyle Murray just, oh. just being around. Brian Doyle. I can't, I don't even do a grunt. It's great, though, yeah. With that Brian Doyle Murray and with, uh, uh, what's his name? Dan Loria. Dan Loria. Uh, no, I was thinking of, who was the other guest? Uh, why can't I? I'm oh, when you oh, Billy Gardell. Billy, Billy Gardell. Uh. Hey, Frankie, what's going to be fun? You know, so uh, my favorite story from that was some there was a beautiful young lady on the, the show. I don't know. I think she was just a guest and she was talking. Oh, to, Kim DeJesus. Is that who it was she, uh, from Chicago? And she was talking to Brian Doyle Murray mm-hmm. 
about how she'd worked with Joel Murray and how much of a wonderful guy he was and how funny that whole family was and didn't know that Brian Doyle Murray was one of the Murrays. Oh, my like, God, no. She's really? like, do you know Do you know Joel Murray? He's kind of my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's just sitting with her thinking maybe she's joking the whole oh, time. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, it was oh, – uh, I'm not sure if that's who it was. It might have been just a guess that I, – I, I, but it was, it was one of those funny moments where you're just going, holy cow, you don't know that you're with the yeah. Murray family. And right he now. was the first to get into comedy. Yeah. He was the first to sign up uh, at Second City in Chicago, and then Bill, Bill next, and then I think Joel. And How was that working with him as far as being on a sitcom? Oh you got to lean on him almost the whole way. The best. Did you have, was it Ebersol also? Christine Ebersol. Oh, she was unbelievable. She's fantastic. She is. Yeah. Like, you know, you go to the table read, right? And so you sit around the, you know, this boardroom with the executives or whatever. And Christine would just kind of phone them in, phone yeah. in the line. She'd just kind of read them. Brian there's just something it's like he's this like pitchfork like this conduit this water finder like he just resonates funny and he would just say the line casually like no effort just no i'm just reading it i'm not even trying and hilarious fucking hilarious but christine the minute there was a live audience it's like Get the fuck out of the way! Boom! Just I did that over. scene with her, and I was I was yeah. blo- I was like blown away because we'd done rehearsals, and she was just kind of going through the motions, and then all of a sudden you're there, and yeah. she turns it on. You're like, you don't even know the lines four hours ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going, how did you get where? Where did this come from? You didn't know any lines, and all of a sudden, right before you go there, because it's everything is changing all the time. Yeah. So I'm trying to memorize stuff because I don't want to look like an ass. Yeah. The, everybody there, I was amazed by you, and you had major rewrites that episode, right? It was like uh, eight pages. And A that's brand third new? of the script. Oh, basically, no. I was. You can see the episode. The script is down here, and I'm like literally talking to Gardell, and I'm like <laughs> looking and doing my. Oh, life. you were cheating! I didn't even know that's how good you were. You were, uh, well, you were. Doing I was. It. Believe me, I, 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 it was, it was, it was one of the it, that of all the episodes that was the most difficult one. Scared out of my mind. That's usually oh. when I'm in. Yeah, I'm the one they it. invite Frank to do is. Yeah, thing. it says <laughs> restart. <laughs> that was the name of that episode. Oh, Black Cat Caliendo. <laughs> Yeah, I so because doing a sitcom has to be like both the dream come true and your worst nightmare the same day. Well, it was a dream come true, but it was also a nightmare only in the sense that you know now I'm the boss and my friends are on the show yeah. weekly or you know cast members, and so I'm in charge of some people, and that was yeah. not fun, especially when we went on tour. I thought you did a really good job of that navigating what had to be done You've, you 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 were stern mm-hmm. but a nice guy about it you you weren't you know having tantrums i've seen people just go no, crazy yeah. but no, you were no. i could see in your eyes because there were there were moments where you just be you know probably where you're getting like five of the eight pages of rewrites going yeah you know you see that where yeah. you're gonna turn into the hulk pretty soon <laughs> yeah um uh, you just you just fixed with the tire iron the uh, and the, the the lightning and thunder in the thunderstorm in the seventies yeah. Incredible Hulk. I can see the whole thing. <laughs> Doctor Stephen Byrne, comedian. He's tapped into the power. What advice did Brian Doyle Murray give you? That does anything stick today? Because he has to be just one of those guys uh, with like a, a three word thing that you're like, I'm never going to forget that. No, I think everybody just kind of did their own job. Nobody was like, hey, let me pull you aside. And right. It was never anything like that. The, the only person that ever actually told me to do anything differently was Rob Long, and he was our showrunner, and he was an executive producer of the last eight years of Cheers. So he would just come what over to me and go, he'd yeah. go, just throw it away. 
Really? I go, what? He goesn't just throw it away. And I think sometimes you put so much of an emphasis on a line yeah. instead of just the words will – it's like Superman, Christopher Reeve. It's like he's already got the suit. He yeah. doesn't have to act like Superman. And he has a, The suit's doing all the work. Works just the let suit. the lines do the work. Yeah. Well, you said like Brian Doyle Murray. Brian Doyle Murray would usually just sit there and talk out of the side of his mouth. Yeah. He didn't even use his full mouth. He'd just go, sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you could see him just do this yeah. and Statler or Waldorf would open. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Just give him alt lines and he would just not nail that out of the park. Yeah. I, I, I remember watching the show thinking to myself, uh, the, the unfairness of what was going on with television at the time kept that from probably being one of the most successful sitcoms had it happened when sitcoms were thriving. I mean, you caught that wave of TVs kind of in this weird transition of yeah, sitcoms. Yeah, to single cam yeah. and then being so fractured. But that was an homage to classic sitcoms. Yeah. And that's what we want to do. And we we're the highest rated show on TBS. Um, and no, I know what that's like. New regime change. <laughs> For a week. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Mine was a week. A week, yeah. yeah. No, your show is fun. I mean, it's, a bit yeah. of, it's in that whole... Like he said, the transition time yeah. of people didn't know what television even was sure, anymore. Yeah. Did yeah. you get hit by writer strike stuff at all, or was that you after that bullet? Yeah, okay, because that was when that was when mine happened. So you were a little bit after that. I got to ask you this, yeah, o- Owen Benjamin, sure. Like you, you toured with him too. Like you used to come. Yeah. In, you guys always came in together to yep. the radio thing, and then now people are just like. He's he like he they they all say he's crazy, but I don't know yeah. if he's gone crazy or if he's always been that way, and now it just seems louder. No, he's not crazy. He's just got a very stern opinion. And, you know, in Hollywood especially, everybody wants diversity except for a difference of opinion. And Owen has a very strong cup of coffee (laughs) when it comes to his opinion, right? And it's not the norm. And the thing I – there are a lot of things that Owen says that I don't agree with. Sure. Okay, I'll just say that out of the gates. But I still appreciate the fact that he is – he can say whatever he wants. Yeah. He is free to say that. And the 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 one thing I do respect about him being so open about it and not being inhibited, especially in Los Angeles, eventually he left, is the fact that if you're Judd Apatow, if you're Sarah Silverman, if you're Amy Schumer, if you're Robert De Niro, and you go to the Tony Awards or you go to the Oscars and you say, fuck Trump, fuck this yeah. guy, you're going to get applauded, right? right? Now, if you're Owen and you go to the improv and you say that same kind of rhetoric based on a race of people or right. difference of opinion, whatever, he actually does have something to lose with his opinion. And he stuck with his opinion. He never wavered from his opinion. And he lost everything. And I think that for those people that are going to be applauded, pat on the back, and actually rewarded in Hollywood, it's like, okay, but you know, to me, I, I respect Owen more than any of those three people to to cheer for the Yankees in Yankee Stadiums, the yeah. easiest thing to do. He left the echo chamber. He left the echo chamber. Where now, is look, he? Where is he now? He last I heard, he's upstate New York. I haven't talked to him for a while. See, and I mean, that's he, the thing. I, I was curious if he, because having having met Owen a lot and going, you I, met him a lot. Or you I, well, out, it's every time, time people meet me, they go, "Who are you?" So I, I, <laughs> there I is have some to of re, that. It's I have a weird to re- thing where people do that. Uh, trust me, the radio guy. The hot, yeah, yeah, he yeah, spent yeah. he ate dinner with you for two hours I, last night. Right. Like there's some weird thing with comics that with Holmberg, they'll be like, "You mean the the radio guy? Yeah, the guy that you just <laughs> got off the phone with." 
<laughs> Stop it's, pretending you're not friends with the radio yeah, guy. Yeah. Well, nobody ever learns my name. They just, oh, they see my head. Oh, yeah, there's the bald guy. Yeah, that's right, Squidward. Just look at your shirt. And that's why I wear a shirt with yeah. me. <laughs> but yeah, so Owen was one of the most pleasant people yeah. I could have ever had spent a little time with. And yeah, like he'd say things you're like, whoa. But that was kind of at the time when you wanted it. It almost felt like he was doing this to get out. He was trying to almost force it into the faces of everybody else because he yeah. needed he needed a reason to leave. Is the it just felt very strong handed instead of just saying this is my opinion. It's like no, not only fuck you. Well, I, I think he was also getting rewarded because he was basically chastising Hollywood. He was he was pointing out how the hypocrisy and the irony of all these conduits of a progressive mindset, right? Right. And Owen was countering that with kind of saying the same kind of rhetoric just as vile if not more right and getting rewarded for it for somebody who's an insider in hollywood to come out and be so brave and say those things and then i think i think personally that the reward the benefits of reward were being outweighed by the fact that you keep putting the yard marker down the line yeah every every few months so the things that he was getting rewarded for were a little more and more ridiculous. So he, so you think he just kept stepping it up to be to, to satiate more reward? Like it was. I do, but I him. also think he went down. He went further down the rabbit hole as well. Yeah. Was getting, well, there were some things I'm like, this guy's lost it, and then and then he'd be normal again. And I again, like you're the only person that I know that I've spoken to that knows him mm-hmm. as well as you did since he's kind of disappeared. And I don't know the the uh, mental reasons why. Like what? So what, he's not doing comedy anymore at all, or anything. I think he's, you know, to be honest with you, you I just don't know. don't know. I think yeah. he, I think he's doing shows independently. Um, I know that uh, there have been a lot of social media sites that have taken him down, yeah, um, and and not use, not let him use the platform for his form of speech, right. which some consider hateful. Um, I, and I've not said I don't know if it's got if it got that bad because I I don't yeah and I didn't even too. know about it and yeah. Toledo told me yeah. one time going up the stairs to the station he's like yeah he's done some stuff that yeah you know questionable things it's just, but that's the thing like but it's it, it's like what you were saying earlier right somebody somebody likes ninety nine percent of what you say except for the Marley Matlin thing right, right? right and now I'll sit here and defend the guy I know yeah. Owen Benjamin. Now, somebody out there is going to go, well, did you know, you, how could you defend Owen when he said X, Y? It's like, yeah, but you listen to that. I don't listen to yeah. it. Like, I don't know. I don't have a back catalog of everything offensive Owen said. And when did friendship become all-encompassing? When did it every, because there's things about you that I'm sure I'm like, I don't agree yeah. with any of that. Same with me. And I would hope that that makes us more interesting. But it's now it's this all-encompassing. You say something and now I'm all in. Not only am I yeah. all in, I believe it and uh, I support it. We well, I mean, have- look, even like look on social media, right? Uh, any comic can post something, right? And you're going to get rewarded within the comedy community if you're posting something of a certain narrative. Right. And I've always just been kind of a lone wolf. I don't really hang too often. I don't really do my own. I don't I don't hang with clicks. You're somewhat of right. a contrarian. I think a lot of us are. Is yeah. You see that I, anytime I see a hashtag group, I'm I kind of go. Fuck that. I, I don't, don't want, want it. Yeah. That's, that's kind of <laughs> defeating the purpose of it. Yeah. That solidarity in terms of a hashtag. I, listen, I'm going to speak with my actions yeah. and try and be exactly. a good person. Yes. I'm not going to just post it. and Because I can't tell you how many times I've seen somebody post something uh, that's for a certain group or whatever. And you, you get away from them. They're like, yeah, I was just kind of trying to get some likes there. You're like, yeah. 
Ah, you're you're the crappy person. I don't really want to, you know. Come on. Yeah, the that black square sense. thing. I, I was oh. just like, I'm not. Why? And getting yeah. text. Why don't you? Because I don't want to. What right. I did was I did the what it actually was was a blackout, which was don't post, and right. I didn't post for yeah. two days, and I didn't like it was nothing. I'd been posting all the time, yeah. and then I just completely stopped. It's like, well, that's what they said. It was a media blackout. Don't do. Don't post. Right. Don't and most hashtags. People were, a lot of people yeah. were doing it. But to post to just show you don't likes. post. It was a it was a woke off. Yeah, and those, those off, drive yeah. me crazy because it, it, we had it at our station. New character woke off Smirnoff. <laughs> In my country, <laughs> our police are always nice. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it great that I can start him and then he can knock him yeah, out of the yeah, park? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's because I have lots of ideas. I don't know how to finish them, and then he <laughs> just makes him come. <laughs> The little oh, Callan. Callan. Come, Frank. Yeah. Crazy what's happening in, in comedy these days. So, and even like you're getting people now. What I love is that there's a bunch of comedians that don't work in Los Angeles. They're not paid regulars. They don't work at all. Right. And so that negativity is permeating into their social media, ripping on the institutions like the comedy store saying it's a it's a, it's like a haven of yeah. sexual, sexual abuse. It's like, get the fuck... For every one person that might be accused of something, yeah. there's a Jesus Trejo, a Steve Byrne, a Sebastian Maniscalco, that Kevin Christie, Steve Simone, that goes there, does your set, says hi 10 minutes before, eight minutes afterwards, and you get in your car and you go you home. You go home. That's well, I was always chastised for that. Like, if I was somebody who was, I, I didn't do a lot of that stuff because I never liked working for free yeah. in, in Hollywood. I, you know, people ask, why don't you go to Laugh Factory? So I'm like, because I work on the road and yeah. I get paid for it, and I'm not really working on any new bits, it's just kind of weird to go up there and try and become a a regular for eight dollars. That was just weird to me. Whereas a lot of people, they got something out of it, they loved it, sure, good yeah. for them. You can do it. But I never hung out with comics, yeah. so it's a weird thing because you see, as all the podcasts were coming together, where all the people that were hanging out together coming up as friends backstage and waiting and hanging out all the time, whether it was the comedy and magic club too, or mm-hmm. people just. Uh, doing that, but it's you know the comedy store and stuff like that. Everybody was doing each other's podcasts, and I wasn't involved in that at all. And not because I I was never trying to be a dick. People were like you're pretty, you're actually nice, Frank. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I just I just was to myself. Just I did your own thing, I, me- yeah. I remember doing a an Opie and Anthony show, and it was crazy. It, you know, it was Rogan and Pablo Francisco and all these guys, and they're all telling stories. Pablo's talking about, it. and then I went down, you know, and so I'm in the hotel room, and there's a hooker, and they're like, <laughs> and like you and I have completely different yeah. lives. We're, yeah, like there's none of this, and nothing correlates with it. anything. Yeah, I yeah. have I have two little kids yeah. and a wife who, who's got good aim. She's Italian. I, I, I'm not messing around. <laughs> sure, you know? yeah. So I like I didn't, but you see some of the people now and. Listen, a lot of people in Hollywood are terrible. A lot there, there are a lot of comedians who are just messed up. But there's a lot sure. of great people too. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I individuals. Was, yeah, again. yeah, individuals yeah. again. And I think at face value, when you're going in to do your job and you're seeing the same comics night after night, you do get to know each other and you hang out, you BS, and um, I get along. I, I don't really have issues with anybody. Right. You know, I, have the I, clubs asked you guys? I, I don't know Frank hasn't done clubs for a while. Have they asked you in this new time to like, hey, watch this. We're culpable for this or reliable. And these, they haven't come to you on any of that? No. I've, Do you bring people up on stage right now for that ending bit? 
I did it in Miami, and I was like, "Of course you did." I was like, "I don't know if I if I should even do this." And then we did it, and we we did it like with a like a socially distanced yeah. version of it, and it was still just as fun. And became fun, maybe even funnier in some ways because everybody knows what the situation is. Yeah, yeah. There is that you you know happy accident where you go well because everybody has this criteria in the mind of what it has to be. All of a sudden. It becomes even funnier on it. Just a, it's a different funny. I shouldn't say funnier. Just a different funny that you didn't expect. Yes, yeah, and I think when they're in on it, it makes it a lot more fun. Like you said, the audience members that have seen yeah. the show in the past, right? Yeah, absolutely. But I saw, I saw a clip of that in Miami, and you were very responsible. You wore a mask and a condom, which was a smart thing to do when you yes. people on the stage because. And I, I, I said, pull out as many beads as you want, but you have to, you have to wear gloves. Where did you come from? The desert. <laughs> I was spawned from the, from the so cell crazy. phone and an idea. It was <laughs> cell amazing. phone and idea. Cell phone and an idea. He just cell phoned her in. There's one. I'll make that. You've got uh, right now. You've got a, a, a another film coming out. Yes, the opening act. Uh, I filmed it in 2018, so it's like a year and a half ago, um, and it's. It's about a comic's first time ever going on the road to an improv. And, you know, prior to, he's got this job, he's got who the is girl. the Who is the opening act? The are opening you, are, act is uh, Jimmy O. Yang okay. from Crazy Rich Asians, Space Force, um, Silicon Valley. He plays the MC. Alex Moffat from SNL plays the feature act, and Cedric the Entertainer plays the headliner. Oh, wow. And so it's, um, it's all about a kid who's, you know, doing the open mics, doing it all, and he gets his first break. And the whole film takes place over four days, and it kind of the film kind of encapsulates all the crazy shit that's happened to me on the road. The best versions of that while while he's on the road. So the first half of the film really is kind of like all the fun and partying and partying and ro- romanticizing like what stand up can be when he's hanging out with the feature act, and then the um, back half of the film is all the reality and sobriety and isolation that comes with him finally warming up to Cedric the Entertainer. Cool. That's great. And that's coming out in October? It's coming out in October. Um, I haven't really announced anything, but I, I guess oh. it's the first podcast where... Well, should, I can, we can edit yeah. it out. No, it's fine. Yeah, we'll just say it's going to come out. Theatrical, or it'll be... Or you Have you sold it to anybody? You, you don't. We have a distributor, um, but it Did was you supposed say distributor? to... Distributor? <laughs> come on. That's the new normal. <laughs> the nor- new company. New normalacy. 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 That's very good. You should Thank have been you doing very this much, the whole huh? show. Well, we'll talk like this then. Do, I'll do I'll do me and you do you. And he'll do him. You'll I do you. Well, I'll do one. Why not? You know, a lot of people well, say that it, three Trumps are, are bad, but I think it's great. It's like this. Triple Trump. There's triple threat. There's triple Trump. And that's one step better. Triple Trump. Triple Trump. Triple Trump. Triple Trump. Triple Trump. Triple Trump. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and they all do that coming out of Mike Pence's zipper. <laughs> It's time to introduce the man of the hour <laughs> in threes. I'm John Holmberg's penis with a couple extra heads. The Hydra. That's true enough. The Hail Hydra. Cut off penis one head. Hydra. Look, I've, I've created through my cell phone and a little help from an idea, a second me coming out of my penis. I will destroy Captain America. Is someone talking about me right now? <laughs> I'm going to make Captain America great again. <laughs> By breaking him down, getting some vibranium, and giving him an even better shield. <laughs> anyway, you were talking about normalcy. Normalcy. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> normalcy. 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 
No, la 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 la. Frank. No, la la la. This guy. This guy uses la 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 words. La la. La la. Do re mi fa sol la ti do. Do a dear a feet man. I'm going to sing that now. Can I not? <laughs> we harmonized. It got you going. Oh uh, no, that was fantastic. That's triple that's Trump. Uh, triple Trump. And when you went three Stooges, yeah. <laughs> I always cool. loved triplets. I always loved triplets. <laughs> loved them. And now I am one. I guess that's how you say that. I love them in the sack. I am a triplet or an triplet. I'm not sure how it works. We're try. Yeah, we're try. We're try. So work. It's amazing. A lot of people say he doesn't have this hand in the pulse, but you know what? All three of us do. <laughs> We've got our hands in the pulse, pulse, pulse. <laughs> we're pulsating. We're going to need three times the hydrochloroquine. <laughs> I only have enough for me. Hydro. Chlora. Kin. <laughs> Queen, 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 queen. Who knew? and I'm the king. <laughs> Hydrochloroquine king. <laughs> what were we talking about? You know about we've been doing this for six that. hours. Um, <laughs> we actually, what are we at, like an hour and 20 already? you got to do a show soon. Oh, geez. I haven't even noticed the time. All right. Um, what time's your show tonight? 4.50? <laughs> uh, 7. Is it right? 7.30. Right. I just want to get a little bit into the Amazing Jonathan thing because I, yep. a, as a kid growing up, Amazing Jonathan, my my brother had tapes of uh, the comic strip, comic strip live and the oh, Sunday sure, yeah. comics on Fox. And he would, he actually went through and had a star rating for different oh, wow. comics and amazing. Jonathan always got five stars. Um, <laughs> so, and I just, the stuff that uh, lounge lizards, which I think sure. is what catapulted yes. him into Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, what made you want to do, you know, that, is it a, it's like it's a biography. I, I've only seen parts of it online. I haven't seen the whole thing. I should have. I'm interested, so I guess I could have just watched. What a great it. friend! I yeah. um, I've promoted I'll be on it. You're multi- me. I I've promoted it multiple did. times, but I've only watched in chunks. But that's also, you know, uh, it's a wonderful life too. So, and that's one of my favorite. <laughs> well, movies. I'll tell you. <laughs> well, I, I do the whole thing as me now. <laughs> Triple Trump. We did. Uh, the first time I ever did the road was Charlie Goodnight's. First week was Brian Regan. The second week was Jonathan. Jeez. Jonathan and I got along really well. His tour manager, Joel Osborne, and I just kind of hit it off because we both love Oasis. We're trading each other bootlegs on CDs and shit. Really? Every time I went out to the West Coast or Vegas, they let me crash with them. And I got to know him. And then when Jonathan was diagnosed with cardiomyopathy and- Which is? uh, a, A degradation of your heart. Combined with drug addiction and diabetes, it's like a perfect storm. So. And when you say that, current drug addiction, he didn't stop. True. Yeah. And so the Not only that, a year. anything combined with drug addiction and diabetes, <laughs> yeah. Eh, yeah. None of it. Not, there's no real third ingredient there that, <laughs> that doesn't, <laughs> that, that jives and yeah. makes it better. Right. Like Jonathan could be in the movie Philadelphia and it was still like, <laughs> there would be a sequel. Because somehow he's outliving. All of these expectations is crazy. It's the sugar and the cocaine. It's It'll keep it going. It's something, man. The yeah. doctor said if you don't, if you stop taking drugs, you're going to die. Yeah. So he took that as great news. <laughs> crazy, you know. The reason he's living right now is because, and this is one of those things we had in the film in one of the earlier cuts, but I took it out because, you know, you don't want to get somebody in trouble. I don't want to get his doctor in trouble in in Vegas, whatever. But but essentially, so you're going to do it now? I mean, no, <laughs> he's. He's he gets injected with stem cells from Mexico. 
Ooh. And the stem cells have been re- repairing his body internally. And for example, like he lost his toe, you know, with diabetics. You, yeah. Who's. It grew back. Feet or whatever. And so they injected <laughs> literally. Hydra. <laughs> Hydrochloric. The, the toe grew off his cock. It grew right off his cock, though. It's very weird. But he grew a toe back. Are you kidding? What? Yeah. And it's not, you know, the doctor had to whittle it. Wait a second. Are you sure this isn't a magic trick he did I, on it? No, Take no. a look, Bambi. <laughs> They're not there. The, uh, we're Nobody do... raises an eyebrow <laughs> like the amazing Jonathan. I do stem cells from my shoulder, and I've done it twice. Yeah. Know, but I, but I, I can't tell you. I'm, you're growing I'm growing a toe, and I had a shoulder <laughs> on my dick show up. It only grows toes. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> it could be any body part you lose. Yeah. You're going to grow a toe there. <laughs> My dick grew an elbow. <laughs> I went happy playing, but my dick's got an elbow. <laughs> no, but I do it, and it's amazing because it's fixed. What I have is osteo. I have terrible arthritis and damage to both shoulders, but right. nothing's worked for years. I've done this twice, sure, and the pain's gone. Oh, that's great. And like I have a broccoli, like the bone looks like a top of broccoli, and it's smoothed out in the last x-ray. Oh, wow, nice. And so I look at this, and I'm like, why? And it's because it's a cure. Right. They don't want cures. Nobody wants, the medical uh, industry does not want cures. And if it's, if it's, I would bid for one right now, re-election. I I find that fascinating because it regenerates your bone. You can program it. That's mind blowing. And and so it'll do it to your toe where it regrows it. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And he's outlived expectations and he's, he's, uh, you know, he made a return to stage and I thought, what a great, way to celebrate his legacy, his career, but also this incredibly wonderful fraternal relationship he had with Joel Osborne, because Joel is somebody that at 12 years old, Joe goes with his father and sees this guy and thinks, this guy's the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I want to do that when I grow older. So every year, Jonathan comes back, 13, 14, 15, 16, Joel's getting older, and he's hanging out backstage, getting autographs, and eventually kind of doing like a small little tour and, you know, giving him little, being a gopher. And then eventually at 18, Joel graduates high school. Why don't you come, come to the States and be my, uh, be my tour manager? And wow. they hit it off. And you have an 18-year-old. You take him from Australia, and he's in charge of a drug addict in Las Vegas. So he <laughs> saw him through suicide attempt, uh, drug addiction, got his life on track, Said, okay, you're good now. Goes back to Australia, becomes a comedian on his own. And then when Jonathan makes the return to stage, Joel comes back to open for him. So it all kind of came Great from Great story. Yeah. yeah. And he's still alive because you and I talked about this movie when you were working on it. And yeah. After, and we had you on the, on the phone the day it was it, – like you premiered it here in town, downtown, uh, at one of the clubs. Yeah, that's right. The All Things Comedy yeah, Festival. Yeah, and we talked about that because, yeah, it was at that, that festival that was going on. And Jonathan came in for that. Yeah. And he's very sick, but he still made it out for that. Because we were worried when that was happening, this is it. Like, we, yeah. you had said it, and that you're like, look, getting him here is going to be difficult. He's not good right now. Yeah. And now he's got he 12 toes. And- <laughs> <laughs> I'm growing more toes. Yeah. Like, he's ODing on the stem cells. He comes in. Have we you need been, more toes. Have you been taking more than you should? Why do you ask? <laughs> As he's got toes popping out of his Nikes. What makes you think that? <laughs> Yes, that's amazing. So what a story that's become. Yeah, it's on YouTube. You watch it for free. Uh, it's always amazing. It's got like, it just crossed 700,000 views in a year. That's great. And the response has been overwhelmingly positive. It's like 21,000 21, likes and 200 dislikes. 
So it's like I you never see that on YouTube. No, I'm like yeah, oh, and, and the two hundred dislikes are just idiots. There's, yeah, who's, fuck them. Yeah, fuck yeah. dislikers. I never get that. What? Why do you have to dislike a video? Do you, have you ever disliked a video? I've never liked a video. I, I don't think I. I don't think I have. Uh, I've liked videos. Yeah. Well, because I want I them. Like in, them. I want what them kind in of my, videos do those, John? They're porn videos, Mr. <laughs> Matt. Because it. it Grandma helped. says this will be fun. <laughs> Boom. It, Adam Ray had me doing that. <laughs> yeah. He and Adam Ray had me. It was when Evil Frank popped out. His yeah. first. He came. We made <laughs> him read porn titles off of Pornhub. As oh, yeah. John. Oh, Madden. really? Right on his. And just he goes right to his phone and the stuff that was coming up on there. I'm like, you don't want us to know this stuff. And it's like oh, freaky right. stepsister ready for a bunghole bang. <laughs> <laughs> You're interested. I can just yeah, just pull, pull it up. I'll do it. The last one. thing I looked at before I came yeah. here, I'll just go through my history. Yeah, he's oh, here's here you go. <laughs> it's just this uh, was an interesting one. Interesting. There you go. Well, this is on you point. Bang my squirting blonde stepsister in a hotel after the beach. Part two. <laughs> <laughs> well, there had to be a sequel. They left it open ended. Literally. <laughs> I mean, I mean uh, yeah, yeah, it's kind of a gaper. <laughs> yeah, it's a gape video. You got to have a sequel. Oh, they left us hanging. <laughs> no, that was the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> they thought you're hanging, but you got a stiffy, and then boom. Run, run, oh, 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 Nelly! I know that's a Keith Jackson line, but hey, when, when you're watching porn, you can pretty much do anything you want there. You can't hack other announcers, John. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, I've seen a lot of different. I mean, you see some of these guys and some of their moves. They're hacking each other, and I mean, that's a, there's actually a whole category for that. You scroll down, hacking. <laughs> Tell me how you feel about this one, John. Yeah. Uh, Ariana Marie has sex with her cousin. I mean, there's a lot of family stuff. <laughs> it's never uh, you not a, a hit. It's never not a hit. It's the best thing. You you, think- you've worked for how many years? And it took this bullshit to make everybody go, this is the best thing you've ever done. This is, this is your citizen camp. <laughs> rosebud. I am a rosebud. That's what, yeah, that's what I call it. Rosebud. Hey, you Rosebud, know, that's hey, a, that's come a on. Thing. You're a slay. Go in, go out, go in, go out. Boom. Ah, yeah. You know Rosebud is a thing, right? Yeah. A porn thing? Oh, no, I didn't know. Yeah, it's, oh, it it's in gay porn when the b-hole starts to hang out on its own. Oh, you that's, got not one of, that's <laughs> what a Rosebud is, Did you John. know that? Did you know that? I love it. <laughs> it's my favorite part. Put some stem cells in that. You get a toes bud. Fantastic. <laughs> toes bud. <laughs> I heard Amazing yeah. Jonathan did a porn and lost a toe <laughs> in a cooch. Yeah. That is your Citizen Kane, my friend. That is, these are the uh, the halcyon days. These are the days, my friend. The porn will never end. <laughs> I would like to do a, a, a sketch with you that we animate someday where John Madden is just bored. And it's it would be hilarious. Well, you know, maybe I'll just go jerk off. <laughs> and then he just has to go through his own porn. And, oh, and step, step and take sister and off. cousin in a in a wacky bedroom situation. Oh, Brett Favre! <laughs> <laughs> Where he kind of examine his Hey old fella. Hey hey there, the big guy. <laughs> You're looking a little down today. Get <laughs> stick him on his hand. <laughs> well, do, you know, I'm gonna do a little LeBron chalk up. <laughs> Make the make the cloud of smoke there, and then boom! You're getting ready. Why'd you name it? <laughs> Why did you name it Bolitnikov, John? Yeah, I mean it's graceful. I mean, there's a lot of unbelievable. Uh, you take a look and you say, "You ready to go? Come on!" Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm well. Yeah. I'm thinking about things that I haven't thought about in years. You know, there's a weird red bump on the top, John. 
You know, that's been there for a while. I thought about... It's getting thought, looked at. Yeah. Pat <laughs> <laughs> Summerall's there you know, with him. Pat, Pat, watching. Here, here, Pat, hand me the tenactin. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Tough actin, tenactin, gets rid of it. Hey, got a bump on your cock? <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. It is. It is. It is. I'm so happy to have been part of this twice now. <laughs> now it's time for something meteor. And speaking of meteors, oh, wait, this one's gonna land. Did he do those? No, that was uh, Sizzling. You just did a commercial for Sizzling. No, I did a lot. Of Move over, Bacon. It's time for something, something meteor. <laughs> I said meteor. That's all. Oh, yeah, yeah. Give me another point. I want oh, you want more some more? more? Yeah, it never more. ends. It's oh, no. always. I mean, there's so many good things. It's I mean, that's always the great thing. fun. I mean, then you could do part three and part four. And when you get to part six, you're thinking, could I be bored of this stuff yet? No. I could watch it another time. <laughs> John, the title of this one gives away the entire plot. Okay, let's see how this. <laughs> I fucked my curvy cousin and came in her mouth. <laughs> I mean, what's left for the viewer, John? I mean, it looks like right here, looks like they're in the shower, but they've only got half of the shower curtain pulled, so you can see what's going on. And it, oh, okay, so this is the, starts out with some, some, look, some underwear on the ground, and then uh, the camera's moving slowly. So somebody knows that something's been going on here, but they don't know what's been going on, but they film a lot of porn, so they got an idea. You always like to take a picture. You always like to film yourself opening up the door and, She's cleaning herself. She started with her belly, and she moved down to the vaginal region. Keep in mind, John, she's in her aunt and uncle's house. She's in her aunt and uncle's house. I mean, that's an important thing that I thought you got from the title, but we got every once in a while we got to reset. And she's kind of doing a little dance. <laughs> Probably ready for make a little love get down tonight as long as Uncle Jeff's around. I mean, <laughs> oh, she's, oh, she's hot. She's getting a little bit, uh, she's hot. Oh, I'm not sure what she's doing there, but it's, it's really, you doing all right, little fella? <laughs> okay. She's still doing the same shit. I'm getting a little bored here because she's also Scrub ahead, John. Scrub ahead. I, Fast forward. You don't want to touch my phone? No. Scrubbing's what I'm going to do afterward. There you go. Okay. Oh, that little sitting position. What kind of... What do you call that, Pat? What do you facing call? cowgirl, John. That's facing... Oh, it got a finger finding its way into That's an extra where fingers hole. go. Oh, in this video, it does. She's... How do you... How do you stay on the, the shower seat at that point? Oh, she's riding pretty hard. And then, oh, she said, I like when they talk. <laughs> oh, now the closer, John. Oh, yeah. This is a few oh, minutes because, left in the game. Because if you remember, I fucked my curvy cousin, and at the end, it says came in her mouth. And that's the part that's about to happen right here. She's, oh, she's getting it. There's right in the mouth, as promised, John. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I'm watching porn with two guys <laughs> on the side. That's a good cousin, John. I mean, you don't find a lot of cousins like that in the north. I mean, there are quite a few in the south, out on the east. Uh, but it, that's one of those things where if you got a cousin, make sure they're discreet. <laughs> you don't like a chatterbox. No, you don't like a chatterbox. You like that mouth used for something different. Kissing cousins. Kissing. I mean, that's how it starts, and then boom. It ends a whole lot crazy. Next thing you know, you're fucking her. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what are you going to do? If the situation presents itself, apparently, boom. <laughs> Frank and I were fired from our improv class we uh, taught for a week. 
<laughs> kids were horrified. Doing this? Yeah, it was just it was well. a high school class. We we really took it to levels we shouldn't have. All right, you got to do a show. That was ridiculous. Yes, I appreciate you uh, listening. That to was that. hilarious, by the way. Thank you guys. Uh, I haven't laughed that hard in a while. Good. I'm glad we could bring some humor to this world. <laughs> <laughs> I never know how to end the show. It gets so weird at the end. I don't know how. I don't know how to end it. end it real easy, John. You come in the guest's mouth. Boom. Uh, and then it just, the video just stops. Everybody turns <laughs> it off. After I wish I could have watched him talk a little bit after. Maybe do a little cuddling. Not a lot of cuddling in porn, John. <laughs> I mean, uh, if it's the for women, I mean, there's a for women section. You look at that, and then boom. <laughs> oh, would you like to see a baby during the end credits? Maybe like what? holding a baby and the guy that, you know. Oh, the end result? All the hen- yeah, the oh. end result. Would you like, would, oh. would that be nice? Yeah, let's just edit this out. That's not a bad idea with porn is to have at the end, uh, like, you know, when they do in movies, it says uh, Dabney Coleman's character went on to blah, 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 blah. Oh, that gives goodness. you like the rest of their lives and just a little. Then you show them together holding, <laughs> right. dropping a baby off at a church. <laughs> Knock on the door, running or a fire department. Yeah, fire just in one of those boxes <laughs> yeah. with, with some ice packs and like <laughs> like a, a Steve Byrne, a Capri Sun. <laughs> okay, that'll do it. Scene. Steve Byrne, always amazing on YouTube. Um, and uh, the other, the opening act. Yep. And that will be sometime in the future. In the fall, yeah. In the fall, coming to an infected city near you. Thank you, fellas. Thank you. Yeah, awesome stuff. 